Welcome to the new segment of the Unyielded, Thriving No Matter What podcast, Rise and Thrive. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler. I wanted to create a super short segment that would be fuel for you so that you can make the absolute most out of this week that you've been given. Let's dive in to today's episode. Back in December of 2002, I was at an entrepreneurial conference in LA and I heard a speaker, Roger Anthony, who changed my life. One of the things that he spoke about that day was this, when there is no internal conflict, there is no external competition. Take a minute and really let that sink in. When there is no internal conflict, there is no external competition. There is a lot that you can unpack from that one simple yet profound statement. First, I think about it this way. When I'm in alignment with what I value and care about, and I'm living that, I don't feel any sort of competition with someone else. This is a big one, I think. There have been times over the years where I will see, you know, what someone else is doing, and I feel that feeling in the pit of my stomach that is, you know, it's tinged with competition. And frankly, maybe sometimes even a bit of envy or jealousy. When that happens, I've learned to really pay attention to it because it is almost always a signal that I'm not in full alignment with my values or something else that is important to me. That feeling is a data point that I may want to examine it further. The second way that this has helped me is that it has helped me to reframe competition. And now I'll be perfectly honest. I used to be an extremely competitive person. Most people still think that I am, and that might be true to some extent, but here's the thing. I'm competing with myself, not others. I'm not trying to prove anything by beating someone else, but I am trying to get better. And therefore I do compete against myself. Can I still raise my game? I think that part of what really helped me with this was when I was sick and then had to go through the painful and tedious process of recovery. I mean, at the beginning of my recovery, I couldn't walk a block without having to sit down on the curb to rest. And I was drenched in sweat while doing so because the effort was so great. You know, at that point, I simply couldn't let what other people were doing to even hit my radar. It would have been too discouraging. When I first started cycling out here in Colorado, I'll never forget this. I was still recovering and I'll never forget my very first ride. I slowly rode one mile. I nearly collapsed Somehow I made it back home and I was in bed for a day. For the first, I don't know, six or seven years of being a cyclist, I can't even begin to tell you how many people passed me. Probably hundreds, if not thousands of people went whizzing by me on their bikes. Now, before getting sick, that would have made me mad, mad at them, mad at myself. But the experience of being sick and then going through that long, slow recovery gave me a different perspective. What they did didn't matter. The only thing that mattered was what I was doing. And more importantly, I was out riding a bike, which every doctor that I saw during my recovery had said was an absolute impossibility. So that in and of itself was a massive victory. I could simply pedal on in gratitude. Now, the other way that it's helped me is that it has allowed me to embrace the learning when I see someone else performing better than I am. 
What are they doing that I could be doing? Last year, I was out cross-country skiing on one of my favorite runs. It's called Heckman, and it's an expert run. Why it's my favorite, I have no idea. Because it has a very long, tedious, grinding climb. When I first started skiing this run, I would have to stop, I don't know, five or six times just to recover my breath and rest. I can now do that without having to stop at all to recover. But on this particular day, last year, I was heading up Heckman and way in the distance behind me, I saw a couple of skiers. As I continued to ski, I noticed that they were rapidly gaining on me, even though I was skiing as hard as I knew how to ski. As they got closer, I noticed that they were probably in their 70s. I was drenched in sweat. I was panting, and I knew it was only a matter of minutes before they passed me. So I thought, well, I can't outski them, so I might as well learn from them. I stopped and I stood to one side and I watched them while they approached, and then as they rapidly disappeared, and I learned something so valuable. Their technique was stunning and totally different than mine. Because of their technique, they were exerting far less energy and the technique allowed them to move more easily and quickly through the snow. It was a thing of beauty. That moment forever changed the way that I skied. And I've been working on that technique ever since. And it has transformed me as a skier. I am faster, I am smoother, and I'm exerting less effort and I'm not struggling through the snow. And this breakthrough came about because I didn't view them as competitors, but as potential teachers. Think about it. If I had looked at them as competitors, I probably would have found a way to dismiss what they were doing or to deny that they had a better better technique. Maybe I would have chosen to take a drink of water while they passed and looked away, like I was just, you know, sightseeing. Now, I hate to admit that, but I know that I would have done those things when I was younger. But because I wasn't competing with them, I viewed them as teachers. And man, what I learned was incredible. And, and I'm just, I'm incredibly grateful that I did that. And as a side note, I picked really great teachers in this case. I later learned that they have both been skiing for longer than I've been alive. And they were both competitive skiers when they were younger. So yeah, they had a thing or two to teach me. I often think about that experience when I'm out there skiing or even when I'm biking and how it proves the wisdom of Roger's statement. When there's no internal conflict, there's no external competition. And I think about how much more I can learn from others when I'm in that space, that mindset. I hope that it gives you as much to think about it as it did me. And I also hope that it helps you as much as as it has helped me over the years. Thanks for tuning in and for listening. I greatly appreciate it. If you're finding value in these, if you do me a favor and leave us a positive review on Apple, it really helps others to find us as well. And no matter what happens this week, make sure that you rise and thrive.